Sterling Mack with Sports Tech Atlanta, joined by Taylor Mack. We will bring to you three interesting sports tech stories today, January 22nd. The first story is a company combining esports with real sports action. The Athletic raises $50 million in the Series D round. And our last story is a company looking to create a betting platform exclusively for esports. The first story is a company combining esports with real sports action called Live Penalty. Uh, they've customized a football launching machine designed to be controlled by multiple users through their devices to be able to score goals against a real goalkeeper. That sounds kind of interesting, kind of sounds a little strange, but it to me is really cool to be able to combine really like a FIFA aspect, being able to test yourself against against the computer or against other people, against someone that's real, right? So it's taking your your skills on your phone or on your gaming console and being able to see how you would do against a real player. Yeah, I just I don't get it. I don't get it. Nothing, nothing to knock the concepts. It's it's cool to see the blend between virtual reality and real life. But I don't get it. So the picture, if you're because you're listening to this and you haven't, you you don't see it on the screen. It's take the end if it's a penalty. It's a end of the game. It's a penalty. It's a PK shootout. Goalie. Now remove the player, and it's just a jugs machine that's going to point left or right down the middle, maybe lob it, maybe fire it up in the top right corner of the net, and that's all you got. I don't understand it versus a real goalie. It is. It's also you could play it against your friends. You could play it against random people. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting. I, I'm sure as they develop it to your point, right, the goalie doesn't get the ability to kind of see – which way is someone's coming. So it's a little tough for them. It's not, I guess it's a quote unquote, not real life for the goalie, but I think the ability to use esports or use gaming to be able to do something in real life uh, or see something happen in real life uh, is something that's uh, definitely monetizable, definitely something that you can produce off of. Uh, I'm sure they just, you know, with your questions there, I'm sure that they could address those and, and, and probably spin off of those. It's a lot of questions. I mean, the image I have in my head right now, it was Michael Jordan in Space Jam when the guy, the boss from the Monstars was given the whole image of the park and Michael Jordan was the main attraction. Michael Jordan will play against the fans and every time he would do it, he would lose. So if you're going up against like a professional goalie, if they want to start it up to try and kick it up like that, it's like you're you're setting them up for failure every time because they can't they can't anticipate, they can't see. The next thing you know, people are like, oh, I scored on, uh, I forgot the goalie for Real Madrid, but I, I put I put up two on him and it's like, no, you didn't. No, no. But I see, I think the, that'd be cool though. I think that aspect would be really, you know, so you I would be one of the awesome, kids right? lined up on on Mon Monstar Planet going up against Michael Jordan, saying you scored against Jordan. That's a shame, Sterling. That's a shame. I mean, to say I scored against Jordan, that'd be that'd be awesome. I think, but um, yeah. So they're they're still super early stage, but I thought it was a you know kind of a cool thing to talk about there. It's um, an interesting concept. Whoever can capitalize off of the reality and virtual reality blend. Now that's going to be with a pretty, pretty solid. It's interesting. I just don't get it yet. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, so, so far they've got leads, uh, lead sports accelerator as uh, one of the minority investors, uh, I believe to date, according to PitchBook, they have raised $128,000. So uh, like I said, still really early stage um, and, and probably getting feedback uh, like you just got there from Taylor on, on how the, uh, the platform should be used. 
Uh, our second story is from The Athletic. Uh, so access to an amazing uh, kind of deep dive into really where they are as a company. Uh, they raised $50 million in their latest Series D round. Um, really, really cool, obviously, for people that have seen not only traditional media, but newspapers kind of go away. Uh, so to see the success uh, that The Athletic is having is is truly amazing. Uh, the funding round was led by Bedrock Capital, uh, also with participation from Emerson Collective and Powerhouse Capital as well. Uh, Taylor, what, what was your thought here? Uh, I mean, it's it's really good for The Athletic. So let's give a little breakdown. If you're new to the seed talk, if you're new just kind of to the investing realm, they're in the Series D portion when it comes to sorry i said it i said in <laughs> for the cap, uh, companies getting investment um but they're in the series d phase of getting investment so look at it as series a b c and d a is where you're basically hey you know what we have a very good idea we're starting to get some backers we need a little bit more money from the seed money that we probably got from if, if you have if your idea was smaller from those that initially backed us then you continue to grow from a b c d you're at the most advanced stage you're at the point of almost getting monetization, maybe an IPO drop, depending on which route you're going. So this is very big news for The Athletic, and it shows the direction, like Sterling says, how inspiring. And um, in the time frame that we are, where ads rule the money, my landscape and you know support for, for platforms. So The Athletic will be able to, and uh, Sterling can elaborate on this a little bit more, um, putting out the stories that I get the people really want to see. And I think that's going to be a really cool thing, especially with everything that they got going on. Yeah. I mean, uh, the athletic has done an amazing job. And if you follow NBA Twitter, just are on Twitter, um, you, you always see these people putting up these, I'm announcing that I'm joining the athletic uh, kind of tweets, uh, which people have played off of lately and, and done some funny stuff with, but no, they've done an amazing job of hiring top-tier talent. Again, talent that was um, really relegated and, and kind of pushed aside as, as traditional media. And, and again, newspapers and things like that have been de-emphasized. That's another thing that I think is really, really interesting about this is because they're a subscription model, uh, I, I think two things actually that, that are pretty interesting, right? So if you remember kind of back when Netflix and Hulu first started, <clears throat> The reason why uh, really Netflix was able to grab so many customers at the beginning was Hulu had ads, um, uh, obviously for like the free side, and then the the other. Then you had to pay for the premium side and everything else. People were like, well, well, I'll just pay for, I'll pay cheaper for Netflix, and I don't have ads and like all the other stuff. So they were able to grab customers really early. Right. Um, so that's the first thing, right? So the Athletics been able to grab. Uh, a ton of subscribers, subscribers, and been able to grow off of that initial, um, you know, th that initial kind of jolt that they received from from launching. The other aspect of it is traditional newspapers. Uh, this would be a lot of money for them to be able to try to expand the way that the athletic is done, right? Because uh, you know they they do have podcasts and some other cool things from from media perspective, but a lot of it's you know really traditional journalism. Uh, right, that you're kind of getting updates on your phone and reading through about your favorite teams or, or your favorite leagues. So if this was a newspaper model, right, it would be really tough to scale this because you you have to think about 
if you gain if you gain an extra subscriber in traditional newspaper, well, that's extra paper, right? That's an extra route. That's extra gas mileage. That's there's so many extra fixed costs that are in there that the athletic doesn't have. Uh, and again, because they're a subscription based model, uh, I think it's I think investors are, are are really excited to see you know where that where they can take it. So, um, right. super cool news for them. Yeah. So with this uh, funding round that they're in, being able to expand overseas. You're going to attack him from land, air, and sea, Vince, Vince Vaughn there. I got to always love the movie The Breakup. But they're, they're going to be able to attack from different areas. And so if you can encompass everything sports-wise around the globe, you can get everything one-stop shop. Athletic is going to be where it's at. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, cool. Our last story here um, is a company looking to create a betting platform exclusively for esports. So this company uh, is called Midnight out of the UK, and <clears throat> they've raised, I believe, just over two point five million. I believe it's pretty pretty recent, actually. So uh, they they got a strategic investment uh, led by Makers Fund. So the cool thing about this is, and if you really think about it from a betting perspective, and I know we talked about Gamergy on one of our last uh, pods, but <clears throat> Esports is is fairly open right now for, as far as betting goes, right? I mean, being able to follow some of your favorite, um, really like Twitch stars or, or esports stars, and also being able to like just follow along in the game. So now you're going to be able to hop into you know COD essentially and say, hey, I'm going to put my money on this group or this person, and, and really be able to watch, probably like you're watching right now, right on Twitch or uh, on, on League of Legends or whatever you're or however you're watching, right? Uh, and being able to bet, so it's it's an amazing thought process. The the other part of it though is a lot of traditional betting platforms don't really have esports as like a focus. So someone coming in, especially at this point, coming in and and, and putting a focus to it, a lot of people feel that uh, that the the esports betting will exceed twelve billion by t- by the end of this year. It's kind of crazy to think about. Um, so, so just an amazing opportunity there that Midnight is starting to uh, to start to focus on. No, it is crazy to think about how much money is going into esports betting. But the thing that I love about it is because let's let's really break it down. I can just sit at home. I'm already invested in watching people play Madden. I play Madden, and it's like you know what? I've been watching this guy play. I want to throw some money behind him. It, it just it really will get you invested. Uh, it's going to have the stream shooting through the roof. But uh, like we always say, though, gamble responsibly. But yeah, really great aspect is esports betting is continuing to grow. Esports is just shooting through the roof. But uh, who 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 would you bet on on out there? Story? What 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 game would you actually throw some money down if you're a betting man? Just because I play COD, I would I would probably. I think it's, you know, I think that'd be fun. Really, really fun. Um, uh, I don't know if I could do. I would get mad if I was watching like a FIFA tournament or something, and I picked the team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here's the bad part, though. Now, say, you know, you're an international name, and people put money down on you, and you lose them all that money. Now, now you might have to tiptoe a little bit when you go to different countries because somebody might come out of left left field and give you that right hook, and be like, "You lost me a hundred k." I didn't. It's like I didn't lose you a hundred k. Shouldn't put it down on me. But yeah, esports. And betting is going to be a very interesting uh, well, also kind of relationship. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the 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 
the regulation and and how lines and and, and you know essentially the same thing we think about with within traditional sports right of, right of, is the integrity of my money being protected correct uh and that and of course right i think as this as this starts to grow as you see more more companies kind of getting into it again like we said the gamer g kind of doing like the daily fantasy uh type betting essentially that's that's still betting right you're betting on like who's gonna win essentially same thing here right this is like traditional betting within esports it'll be again it's just really interesting to see where they can try to take it and how they'll they'll be able to to make sure that everyone feels safe as they put their money down yeah here's going to be the biggest thing too like like you're saying is it's going to be easy to regulate easier to regulate you know the tournaments because obviously big arenas, big platforms, going to be a lot of coverage, but there's going to be, you know, a lot of guidelines to those tournaments, but say it's going to be wire, you know, remote tournaments where people are playing either off their, you know, home Wi-Fi or something. I'm just, for example, and you don't know if somebody is, you know, possibly cheating or playing with a bot and you've been watching another player who, you know, is legitimate and you know, is good. And next thing you know, somebody comes out of left field and beats him. You're like, one, you didn't see that coming or like they just dominate your favorite player and you're like, there's no way that could happen. And it does come out that somebody has a bot. Like it's, it's, it's a lot of gray areas out there for um, different type of avenue or different type of um, gaming tournaments that could happen or, or how they want to start betting on, on a lot of games. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So uh, those were our three interesting sports stories uh, for today, January 22nd. Uh, appreciate you listening. If you like it, uh, subscribe to us. Uh, give us uh, some reviews. Like it as well. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Sports Tech Atlanta. We appreciate it.